Hi, this is Bernard Zimmermann. And Philip Wurter. Welcome to our podcast series, Virtual Leadership Development, How to Master the New Normal. And a warm welcome from my side as well. In the series, we cover a range of topics that all have an influence or impact on leadership development and all its applications in a virtual context. In today's episode, our sixth, the challenges of excuses on the relationship level. In our conversation today, we are covering the last section of the challenges that hamper the virtual process on a personal and relationship dimension. Philip, tell us more about what are we covering today. Bernard, in the first two episodes on this, we spoke about vulnerability and fear and lack of intention. The challenges that we're talking about today on the personal dimension are firstly excuses. And then continuing with the relationship dimension, not listening, and multitasking through distraction. But Bernard, tell me more about excuses. What does that mean in this context? Now, excuses is what people say when they are not engaged, when they have issues with what's happening in the workshop, what's happening in the interaction. And all of these excuses, when you really drill down, what's behind that is one mindset, at least most of the time. It's what we call the victim. People use excuses to blame other things, blame the boss, blame the organization, whatever, just to give away responsibility and disempower themselves, taking away choices they have in the way they can engage. And the blame could not only be on the organization or the boss, but also on technology, etc. We will talk about that later in another episode. What excuses have you come across in your practice? <laughs> there are so many. You know, we find these excuses of you can't build trust in an online conversation. Mm -hmm. You can't share emotions in an online conversation. You can't have these incidental conversations that you have when you're having coffee in the office. You can't have these online. I'm sure you have your own examples. Mm -hmm. what, are, what are your favorite ones? Well, the favorite one is uh, people say, you can't see the body language, you're missing. Yeah. And then they quote this ominous thing that 70% uh, is body language, et cetera, which is actually not true. But they so focus on what's not possible mm -hmm. in these excuses. And body language obviously offers them a great platform to negate that something could work online. Absolutely. You know, and specifically in virtual coaching, people don't want to believe that actually you can have a very deep development conversation over the telephone. Yes. Or in a virtual Zoom conversation, for example. It is yes. possible, but we don't want it to be possible. Mm -hmm. So we'd rather give away our responsibility, as you said before, and avoid that. Yes. And how to deal with excuses, we will cover in a later episode on the theme, how to manage yourself, but also how to manage your mindset and the attitudes you have when you engage in a collaboration online. Now, let's move on to two elements on the relationship dimension. We said before, one is not listening. When people are present and really not present, that they do something else in their mind, but they're not engaging in full listening. You see that when you have a discussion in the room, in a virtual room going on, and you see that people have only half listened to it. 
because they're not connecting to what the person really was saying before. Yes, Bernard, you know, there's a standard that somehow crept into our virtual communication that everyone is on mute. Mm. Now, you're on mute in a webinar, but the reason why we put ourselves on mute is that people can't hear me. So I don't have to ask anything. I don't have to say anything. I don't have to participate. And the impact of that is I actually don't have to listen. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you, you know, in a, in a real world situation, we're all in the same room. And if you are facilitating, let's say 12 people, you very quickly help people understand that they really need to listen because out of the blue, you ask anyone and everyone. So effectively, they need to be on their toes. Mm. If everybody in the virtual room is on silent, effectively, that means they're also not listening. So often, if you ask somebody a question, it takes time for them to switch on their mic. And the most normal response is, uh, would you repeat the question again? So, yes. and that is part of self-responsibility, at yes. least from my perspective. I can see exactly that pattern. You, know, you start the wet workshop, you start working with them, and everybody goes on mood. And I would say, hey, guys, no, we're in a workshop. We're not in a mm -hmm. webinar. There is no mute. Unmute yourself. And if you speak to each other, that's fine. Don't worry. We will deal with it. You can feel that people get uncomfortable and they can't make any noises. I have no other things they can do because it will be picked up by the microphone. From our experience, it's very important to pay attention to that. And in one of the future episodes, we will talk about to know how to listen and to stay curious when you engage online. Now, let's go on to the last element on the relationship dimension, multitasking through distraction in our mind. And that's different from the multitasking on being on the phone, being somewhere else, being in a different program as well. It's what happens in our mind that we forget about the choice we have in the way we interact. And that runs through in our mind that things pop up. I need to do this. I need to do this. And the more thoughts run in parallel, the more I'm distracted from what's happening right in front of me where I'm supposed to be engaged in a conversation. And that also means what we said before, you know, it's a lack of intention and results in a lack of commitment the way you are present in that workshop. You know, Bernard, I somehow think that this is probably the most difficult to deal with because you can't see it. You know, we will talk in a future episode about multitasking through emails, et cetera, et cetera. But multitasking through distraction what's happening in somebody's mind while he or she is sitting in front of a computer taking part in an online conversation with other people. You can't see into people's minds. And if they are distracted by whatever is running through that, that is probably the most difficult to deal with as a facilitator. Yes, absolutely. Because it's only second guessing when you notice behavior changes that people mm -hmm. seem to be absent, but yet they're there and you need to check that. And it could be rather difficult to find out what's going on. Yeah. In one of our future episodes, when we talk about rules of engagement, we will then also talk about how to help people focus on the intention so that they can help themselves avoid to be distracted. Yes. Before we close today's episode, 
I'd like to give you a question to reflect on. What are the challenges you have faced on that task or tangible dimension when having a virtual coaching or training session? Thank you, everyone. And from my side as well, thank you. But finally, before we go, if you'd like to connect with us or share your insights and feedback, please feel welcome to do so on LinkedIn. Bernard Zimmermann at contact, spelled C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T, or Philip Boerter. We're both based in Germany. Or connect with us via email at philip at boerter.net or Bernhard Zimmermann, bernhard.zimmermann at contactinternational.com, c-o-n hyphen t-a-c-t hyphen international.com. We look forward to connecting in our next episode. Thank you and goodbye.